What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. So fresh and so clean, clean. Welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket on the black shirt, Terrell Farley, and I'm with Buck. Yeah, so we cruising on today. The captain is not here. He'll be here tomorrow, so let's carry on, Buck. What we got in the headlines? What's going on with basketball? What's going on with the the, the, the lady the lady um Huskers? Well, that's not the one they want to bring up. They actually lost to Michigan last night, uh, 76 to 59. Uh, but, you know, they still got a long season. They've got some injuries uh, to get over. But we'll, we'll kind of see uh, what goes on there. Nebraska basketball, of course, taking on Iowa tonight, uh, who I think, and every time I, 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 I think of these, these, this, this topic, I always just kind of think, like, that's the rival, isn't it? I, I think Iowa has taken over as the primary rival for Nebraska. Um, the game is sold out. I think you're going to see a little bit of uh, golden black in the arena tonight because the Iowa fans usually travel somewhat well um, to Lincoln to watch their Hawkeyes. And they've got uh, they've got Chris Murray coming back. He was he was out for the last four games. If you remember, he kind of played Robin to his brother Batman Keegan Murray last year on the the Iowa Hawkeye basketball team. Now they had some other players. Jordan Bohannon somehow like talk about a guy that stayed in school for six or seven years. Jordan Bohannon no longer on the Iowa Hawkeyes as they come into Pinnacle Bank Arena. But it is a big game for for Nebraska. It's a big game uh, just in general in the Big Ten. But you don't want you don't want to Nebraska's zero and two in league play. Uh, you don't want to get too buried under 500, as that's always kind of a, a good benchmark to try to set to for Nebraska to try to get to. And I have to remind people too, um, because you think 500 in the Big Ten, yeah, well, yeah, that's all right, but we need to do better. Well, no, Nebraska basketball, it, it's tough to get to 500 in league play. They've done it twice. Um, over 500, been over 500 twice um, since Danny Knee was here in the 90s. So um, it's 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 a difficult task for Nebraska basketball, and, and they they don't want to fall too far behind and start off the conference 0 and 3. Yeah. So my question for you, Bach, what is what is what what, what is about this Derek Carr situation? Mm-hmm. Do you do you think he's laying down on his team, and or do you think it, it's personal for him? Yeah, and if you if you're not paying attention, Derek Carr is being benched. The Raiders uh, are going with Jared Stidham, um, and this might just kind of be you know kind of an it's more of a kind of in, uh, end of the year. See what you got there. They've got a decision to make on Carr here. They've signed him to like a three year deal, but if they cut him uh, around the time of the Super Bowl, then they can save some money and and we'll have to have to go forward with a different decision there. Um, and it's just fascinating because Derek Carr for years, and you hear this coming into the year because he got Devontae Adams. 
um, was, well, he's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL. He's got all these fourth quarter comebacks. He never has a good defense. And uh, this year's just another another year. Um, he's you know maybe not had his best year, uh, but has he's been a solid quarterback. It's not you know it's not like he's not an NFL starting quarterback. If he hits free agency, there will be a lot of interest in him. He'll be starting somewhere next year. Uh, I just you know when Devonte Adams left Green Bay and went to Oakland, uh, and of course he played with Derek Carr at, at Fresno State actually, so it's one of his buddies. So maybe that kind of went into this comment. But he said, "I'm going from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another," and I just don't I don't know if it's that. I mean, I I love Derek Carr as far as just like a standard starting quarterback in the NFL. But for years, there's just this idea that, uh, you know, from maybe people that want to want to sound smarter than than the average football fan, I suppose, look out for Derek Carr as soon as Derek Carr gets this. And again, it's a, for to those people that have been saying that this year does is it still kind of falls into their favor of their argument because he still didn't have a great defense out there with the Raiders, but. He's getting older. I just don't know if this this big, huge MVP season from Derek Carr is is going to be in the cards at some point. I think at some point you just kind of say he is who he is. Um, certainly, I think if you put him on a really, I, I think there's a lot of quarterbacks that if you put him on, uh, you know, a really elite defensive team, he could make a run at the Super Bowl. I'm not saying he couldn't win the Super Bowl, um, but I'm I I don't know. It, it feels like it might be his time with the Raiders. He's got all their you know passing records because he's been there forever. Um, might just kind of be getting stale, but I, listen, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised uh, as, as much as I'm trying to kind of downplay the, the, the folks that say Derek Carr is kind of the best underrated quarterback in the NFL. You know, you could see a Matt Stafford type of situation where if he leaves and, and gets in a good fit, they could make a run. Well, the question is, is, is he laying down on his team? Mm. He's saying, he, oh, he's not going to be there because he's benched. Well, you're getting paid, so I think you should be there. I mean, I, I I think that's selfish, though. I think it's selfish of him to 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 can't have his teammate back. Maybe that backup quarterback is gonna see some stuff that he needs you to see that he can't see. You know that you can help him with, and what you're not being there. Mm-hmm. I think it's more selfish to the whole organization, organization what he's doing and and how he's caring about it. Well, we've heard too from different NFL quarterbacks what what you're kind of feeling is on helping your backups and certainly as you get older um, you can kind of understand you know Brett Favre kind of had this standoffish approach with Aaron Rodgers obviously um, and you know we kind of saw it this past year it came up in the headlines in a few different camps about whether you want to kind of help them along or or not because I mean Stidham is, is, I mean, if he plays well the last couple of weeks, that's basically what they're trying out. If Stidham does well, maybe they'll stick with him and go, you know, um, get some insurance in the draft or get somebody else going. But they're basically testing to see if they can let go of Derek Carr. So if if Derek Carr is sitting there and helping the backup quarterback out, that could mean, uh, you know, doom for his time in in Vegas. So, I I, I mean, I I agree with you mostly, you know, kind of the old school approach, help your teammates out. It's not a good look. Um, and it's it's kind of sad if it does end up that way because a lot of these, uh, you know, long tenured players, and maybe he's not a Hall of Famer, but long tenured players, um, you know, their time with their their mainstay franchise that they've been with forever, it, it sometimes has an ugly ending, and you just kind of hate to see it. Yeah, I'm, it's just it, it looks bad because if you're gonna get traded or or if you or if you're gonna sign with another team, that makes them cautious of you because. You didn't want to help the other guy, you know what I'm saying? And 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 people don't want teammates like that. So you go, you got to look at it both ways, and 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 he has to look at it both ways. Maybe is it gonna help help him or hurt him down the road? 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. I, 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 it's, again, it, 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 but it's, it's not going to hurt, I don't think, Derek Carr's chances as, as far as getting a, another job. So, um, you know, it, it isn't a good look, and, and I have to go look. I, I think um, Pecan Pie saying the, the way that Jake and Sip made it sound like the, the Raiders told him not to show up. So I don't know if, he, if they just don't want him as a distraction um, or, you know, kind of a, just an option there, I suppose, there at the end. But um, it's uh, it's it's certainly weird, and it's, that, it's just that time of the year. I mean, these, these final couple weeks um, in the NFL – some of the rate like it, it it's a big gap between some of the games are like vital for playoff you know uh, uh, implications and then some of them are like NFL junior where like the season's washed up you you really aren't even really trying to win because you want a better spot in the draft yeah, so you're, gonna, you're just kind of throwing guys out there yeah. it's it's like some of these bowl games I guess yeah. without some of the best players yeah but you're gonna give a guy two million dollars to stay at home some some mm-hmm. of these game checks are one point five two million dollars a game check. So you're just gonna throw away two million dollars of the fans' money for just for him to sit at home. Hmm. Mm. Kind of fishy <laughs> to me, but you know. Yeah, I wouldn't be happy if I bought a ticket to go see Derek Carr. Um, but eh, it is what it is, I suppose. All right, so we got the big games coming up Saturday, Bob. We got Ohio State versus Georgia, Michigan versus TCU. Has these teams landed landed in the in the bowl games yet? I'm not sure if they've landed. I know they've done their. I think they have because they've been doing their media uh, media appearances. So that's that's one of the funnest things to do when you first get to the bowl game sites. I know we played in the Fiesta Bowl and and we flew there probably a week or two early. I think we stayed down there 13 days early. But uh, man, just to be in the sun and and out there just knowing it's gonna, you know, just just knowing it's going to be 80, 80 to 5 to 90 degrees when yeah. you kick off it's just it feels like a good september game do you uh, there is this talk too with the the college football playoff expansion currently and at least for 2 years they're going to have host sites for the uh for the first couple for the first round uh, what that would have meant this year was that the weather would have factored in because, you know, you look at the Big Ten market, Ohio State would have hosted a playoff game, for example, uh, in a 25 miles per hour wind in single digit temperaments, uh, temperatures, excuse me. So um, it is nice to kind of get out there and play in the sun. But do you like the idea of at least for the host site games making, so, you know, if, if, if Ohio State, for example, earns the right to have the higher seed to, uh, you know, make, I don't know, Florida State or somebody come and play in Big Ten weather is that is that something you think should be factored in the playoffs or do you think they should do these neutral site do the best you can to get um, just you know nice weather or dome you know dome scenario where I mean, the weather is not going to factor I think, in I think that's a good scenario because you don't want to 
you don't want to put that team in that 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 type of situation because you're not going to have the national championship game in that situation. So you need to be fair to every team. You need to be fair to every conference. Uh, You need to, you know, start dome games and good weather uh, cities. If they if that's the point, you you might well just have a seven-day game and, you know, keep them in the warm spot. I, I don't think it's fair for them teams to have to come up here in, in, in December to play a, a negative five game and, and, and the other teams that's a, a seed below them is playing in 90-degree weather. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think it's fair to college football for them to play like that. Probably in a lesser bowl game, I think it would be fair to have good weather games like that. I mean, people can say, that's oh, that's how you play football, but not if you're not going to do every team like that. Yeah, I am gonna. I, I think it's going to be fun. I don't know if that, that's – If you're not going to have number one Georgia playing in five-degree weather against – some team like that, then I don't, I don't think it's fair. Yeah, against like a teams. Michigan or something. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It, it, it's going to be fun. Uh, that's part of this kind of experimenting with the college football playoff. The best way to do it, of course, it's going to be here um, after this next season. And uh, and it's just interesting the different takes because I mean, you, I, I the way that I look at it is, you know, Big Ten teams have to kind of build themselves for that November weather. Uh, the Florida teams, you know, the, the kind of the, the warm weather cities don't have to as much. Um, so it will cer- certainly be an advantage to the Big Ten teams if they can host those those games and I think hopefully there's going to be at least two years of this host site thing uh, again starting in uh, in 2024 I believe when the college football playoff expands and then from there I know some of the college football playoff or people uh, in power there are trying to kind of position it so you take away the host sites you include more of the bowl games which would be more warm weather cities and, and, and be a little bit more fair like you're saying but I'll tell you what, I'll embrace that. That'll be kind of fun if they have some some cold games yeah, in the playoffs. I mean, I mean, they do that I, in the I, NFL. I, and I'm going to correct myself. I said, I don't know if it would be fair, but if you're not going to have the other all the games like that, then why just have one or two like that? I mean, it, it's a bowl game. Bowl games are meant to be played in good weather, you know, for the teams. that You know, that that's why you go to bowl games. I mean, you go to relax. You go to, you know, you, you worked hard all year, you know. So I'm not saying it would be fair, but – I wouldn't want to play a national title game in in a five below bowl game. That's, that's there's no way I want to play that. <laughs> there's a couple Willie and Sirks off the text line not agreeing with you. Willie says don't agree with the black shirt about that. Not fair. My butt, I'll say, is what he says. And then Cirque says, uh, fair, Buffalo is hosting the AFC playoffs. Could host Miami. You want fair, then win more. Hey, uh, so, I mean, that's that home field advantage. That, that I mean, if the fairness would be coming. The higher seeds have earned the host site, so they've earned the, 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 the opportunity to invite you into their cold-weather city. Yeah, that's, that's probably when I – a, a pull out the bowl game. <laughs> That's when you're yeah, yeah, opting for yeah, the NFL. I'm opting out. Then. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna opt out for the cold weather bowl games. That's not why we go to bowl games. We go to the beaches, Florida. Oh yeah, Florida. The, the, no orange bowl, Fiesta bowl, not the pinstripe bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Eric. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll wrap things up on the on the uh, the captain coming next year on 93.7 The Ticket. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.